You're listening to Lemonade, episode 9 of season 2 of Musings of an Introverted Black Boy. Thank you so much for tuning in. Musings of an Introverted Black Boy is a weekly short-form podcast series dedicated to exploring themes of love, identity, politics, race, social justice, and the 21st century coming-of-age experience. New episodes will be released every Sunday, and each one will more or less focus on one of these topics. Now, I should be honest with you, there are no other co-hosts. There are no special guests lined up for the weeks to come. This is a very intimate podcast. It's just me and you. But through each week's episode, it is my hope that we together can begin to uncover and embrace the common truths that lie at the heart of our individual experiences. So, I hope you'll join in. Hello friends, welcome back. This is the second to last episode of this season, and I don't know how to feel. Time is flying by so fast, and I would have sworn summer just started last week, but alas, it's almost November. It's getting colder, the days are getting shorter, the leaves are changing colors and falling, holiday ads are popping up, and artists are dropping their Christmas albums, people are really forgetting Halloween and Thanksgiving and just going straight into the holiday season. I feel like once the last weekend of October hits, it's a wrap, which is totally fine with me because I love the holiday season, so I'm personally excited. Anyways, last episode, I talked to you all about being single and how easy it is for us as people who are living single to give into this insecurity and give into the self-doubt and feelings of inadequacy. But no matter how tempted we may be to feel that we're somehow not good enough, we have to remember that we are and always will be good enough. So if you haven't checked out that episode or any of the other episodes in this season or the last season, they're available now on iTunes, Spotify, Radio Public, and Stitcher. So for this week's episode, I'm just going to talk to you all. I don't really know how to describe the topic, so I'm just going to talk and let the conversation be and exist as it so chooses. So, as some of you may or may not know, I'm currently working as a speechwriter at a speechwriting firm, which is something I never thought I'd do. I majored in rhetoric and oratory in college, so anyone who knows me and my interests may find that hard to believe, but it's true. There was a time where I briefly toyed with the idea of a career in political speechwriting, but it subsided rather quickly. To be completely honest with you, I was undecided about what I wanted to do with my life for the entirety of my undergraduate years. Heck, I'm still undecided. Even when I got to my senior year after spending two summers interning, I still had no idea. But there was one thing that I was more or less sure of by that time. Speech writing isn't really for me. I had done a speechwriting internship the summer before, and as much as I valued and appreciated the experience, I couldn't see myself doing it for a living. So I spent a good chunk of my senior year thinking about what I could do instead, and I never really stumbled upon anything substantial. There was a job at the Obama Foundation, actually, that I got excited about for a bit of time, but I knew that was a long shot. It was my only option, though, so I pursued it as best I could. And in the midst of that attempted pursuit, I actually got a phone call from the speechwriting firm I had interned with the summer before. They wanted me to come back. Funny enough, 
They had offered me the chance to come back earlier that year, but I declined because I wasn't in a place where I was ready to make a concrete decision about my postgrad plans. And I also felt that speech writing wasn't right for me. And yet, here they were calling again. And the fact that they were re-offering me a job that I had turned down made me pause. It forced me to take a step back and really think about what the right next step for me was. And after thinking about it and seeking wise counsel from people I trusted, I began to feel this pull to accept the offer. As a person of faith, I do believe in this idea of divine providence, this idea that God has plans for us, and sometimes he calls and compels us in certain directions. I felt compelled to take the job, so I did. And now, having been in it for almost three months, I have peace with the decision I made. I still don't think speech writing is for me, and I'm still not completely sure about what I want to do with my life. But being in this job has taught me valuable lessons that are forcing me to grow and mature in valuable ways. I think one of the major lessons this job in this season of my life has been teaching me is a lesson in humility. When you're a speechwriter, it is your job to service the needs of the clients you're writing for. It's not about you or what you want. It's about them, their thoughts, their ideas, and their vision. Though you may be the one doing the literal writing and editing, the words you produce aren't yours. You don't have a right to them. They belong to the client. The speeches you write belong to them. And there have been more than a few times where I wish that wasn't the case. There have been quite a few times where I wish that I was the one who owned the speech, that I was the one who got to deliver the speech. I have at times envied the position of the people I've written for. I thought to myself, I wish I had their job. I wish I was someone who could deliver speeches and share my ideas with large audiences. I know how to write. I know how to speak. Why can't I do it? That's how I felt. But as I reflect on my time in this job thus far and the lessons that I think it's been trying to reveal to me, I realize that it's been teaching me the value and importance of not envying the positions of others. I think that whenever we're in a position where we're in the background, where we have to serve and cater to others, it's easy for us to envy the positions of those who are in the forefront. But at the end of the day, I don't think that's healthy. If we constantly go through life envying the positions of others and we never learn how to be happy and content with where we are now, we will never be satisfied. Even if we do eventually make it to the forefront, we still won't be satisfied because there will always be someone with a bigger spotlight on them and will want their position then. That's why I've been in the process of learning how to be grateful for where I'm at right now. I'm learning that it's not about me and what recognition I may or may not get. Right now, I'm in the service business. It's my job to use my writing abilities in service to my clients. I'm nowhere near a place in my life where I can command the audiences and platforms that they have. I haven't put in the time and the effort that they have. I can't do what they can do. But what I can do is use what I've been given, my ability to write, to help them communicate great ideas to the world. I can serve them and help them change the world through words. I may one day get to a place where I can speak before great audiences like them, but until that happens, if it does, the least I can do is help and support those who have already made it to that point. In the end, this lesson in humility is just one of the valuable lessons that this season of my life has taught me and will continue to teach me. 
I know that I'm not destined to be a speechwriter or to be in this season of my life forever, but I do believe that I'm supposed to be here right now. It may be not be the job I wanted, but it's definitely the job I needed. And that's why I'm determined in my mind that I'm going to do everything I can to draw as many lessons from it as I can. I'm determined to live this season of my life to the fullest, to extract every drop of wisdom and goodness from it that I can. And you know, when I think about this idea of extracting every drop of goodness from the season of my life, I think about that saying, when life gives you lemons, you make lemonade. I'm by no means saying that my entire life is a lemon right now. I'm not in a lemon state. I'm happy. I'm healthy. I have a job. I have so many reasons to be grateful. But having said that, I do think all of us at one point or another do find ourselves in lemon seasons. We find ourselves in seasons of life we didn't expect or really want. We're in a job we ultimately don't want to do. We're single and we don't want to be. We're in a college and we're tired of school. Something about our life is not desirable in some way or another. We're in a lemon season. And when we find ourselves in these lemon seasons, it's so easy to give into feelings of frustration. It's so easy for us to do everything we can to rush through it and try to expedite its end. But here's the thing. You can't make lemonade without lemon juice. You have to squeeze the lemons of all their juices. Otherwise, you won't have enough juice to make lemonade. And I say all that just to say this. When we're in our lemon seasons, we should do everything we can to extract extract as many nuggets of wisdom as we can. If there's a relationship we can establish and nurture, we should do it. If there's a lesson to be learned, we should learn it. If there's a skill to be gained, we should gain it. No matter how undesired it may have been, we should extract every drop of value and goodness we can from our experiences. Because ultimately, the skills, relationships, and lessons we gain will aid us and bolster us as we enter seasons of success or, to keep the metaphor going, our sugar seasons. After all, making lemonade requires both lemon juice and sugar. I don't know where exactly you are right now. You may be in a lemon season, a season of life you didn't really want to enter or endure, or you may be in a sugar season, a season of life you've always wanted and dreamed about. Chances are you're probably in some mixture of the two. Some aspects of your life are probably lemony and others are probably sweet. That's totally normal. In fact, that's to be expected. Life is more or less like that all the time. The good and the not so good are almost always mixed together. But regardless of where you are in this moment in your life, I just want to encourage you to extract everything you can from it. Extract every drop of lemon juice from those lemon seasons and extract every granule of sugar from those sugar seasons. Develop every relationship there is to develop. Learn every lesson there is to learn. Experience every joy there is to experience. To put it simply, do everything you can to live your best life at all times, regardless of the season you may find yourself in. At the end of the day, that's what I plan to do. So I hope you'll join me. That way, we can not only live our best lives, we can do it the way it's supposed to be done together. (laughs) 
This is Musings of an Introverted Black Boy, hosted by Marcus Granderson. If you're interested in getting updates on the podcast or learning more about my upcoming book, Timestamp Musings of an Introverted Black Boy, feel free to like my official Facebook page or follow me on Instagram at Marcus Granderson. And please remember that whatever you do in life, do it with love, because love never fails. See you next time.